you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B. and J. Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show today. Um, we're discussing the beginning of birth pains. The beginning mm. of birth pains. Um, anybody who listens to this show, you know that we are always going to take what is happening in culture and go back to the Word of God. That's right. And find out how we um, how we filter that, how we take our position, um, how how we process what's happening. Yeah. Um, our our great call, and we'll open the phone lines up in the last segment. But I want you to prepare specifically because we're going to ask you to pray with us. So if you are ready for that, um, we'll open the phone lines up. Um, not so much for commentary, but for prayer and intercession. And and hopefully we have believers who know the value of that and are willing to stand with us in prayer. Uh, we're going to kind of unpack that as we go through the program today. Uh, I just want to make a few points because I think so many people are trying to understand um, naturally what is happening in Ukraine right now. So, so Russia has moved into Ukraine mm -hmm. and is beginning Vladimir Putin's plan to bring Ukraine as he sees it back into the fold. Right. That that is what he's trying to do. So that's the that's the natural view of it and that's overly simplistic. Please forgive me for not going back to World War II and giving all of the details of what Putin actually thinks about Ukraine. Hmm. But the if you boil it all down, the aim is Ukraine is Russia. Ukraine needs to be brought back into the fold. Ukraine, with its Western-leaning leadership, is a threat to Russia. Um, Ukraine weakens Russia because you could have other forces move in via Ukraine because Ukraine is not loyal to Russia. So in order for us to protect ourselves, we've got to uh, reform the Soviet Union. Hmm. That's, a, that's in a nutshell. That's what, that's what is happening. Now, listen people of God. Right, right. That's what's naturally happening. Come on. Okay. That's what's naturally happening. And I, man, I, for every believer, for every follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, as you look at what is going on, I, we, we often try to press believers to think more deeply than just what is on the surface. Yeah. Now that's not to say that you're like always like searching, you know, you, you understand you're not always looking for like four leaf clovers or whatever. I'm, you know, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that if the Lord has made information available to you, he mm -hmm. wanted you to be aware of this information. Why would you ignore that? Right. Right. Why would you pretend that it just isn't so? And so we want to make several points today. We want to talk about what's going on uh, in Ukraine not only in light of what is the sort of the natural reason for that or the natural impetus for what is going on, but we want to talk about the spiritual implications of that. But we don't want, listen, and, and hopefully you'll, you'll be able to stick with us for the entirety of the program. 
because we don't want to stop at Ukraine. Now, mm. let me let me tell you what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. There are some people who will say, oh, this is Matthew 24 wars and rumors of wars. And, and, and they will say, yes, and this is the beginning of birth pains. And they are right. And in fact, we're going to look at that scripture. But when you take all of the scriptures that signal the return of the Lord, the end of the age, they don't stop at war and rumors of war. That's right. So I think that we have other indicators that point to the positioning of the world for the end of the age. And one of the ones I think that we often overlook. And and so I want to excuse me. I want to fold that into the conversation today. One of the ones that I think we often overlook and it's right under our noses happening every day is the departure from truth. Mm. It is the great falling away that's happening right in the church. So we look at what's going on and we say, oh, my goodness, this is 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 this it? We look at Russia and then we look at China. Like there's there's also information coming out that it seems like China is making moves and and maybe flying over Taiwan. And so and so there's Mm. all this information and people are looking at these things. And these are the sort of the big. um, And when I use the word exciting, I don't mean that in sort of like a giddy kind of way. I mean, these are the things that get us amped up. We're like, oh, my goodness, this is it. But my friend, Mm -hmm. let me just tell you right now, um, there's more that points to the this is it. And those things are happening every single day. Come on. They're happening every day. Yeah. And and among those things that are the things that are happening away are happening every day are the great falling away. Mm-hmm. It's the departure from truth. It's the rising up of false teachers and the acceptance of these false teachers. It's the adoption of critical race theory as an analytical tool. It is, listen, it, it is normalizing sexual deviancy mm-hmm. and then calling that something that maybe the scriptures didn't anticipate. So therefore is silent on <laughs> guys. What I'm, what I'm telling you is that when we look at what's happening in news headlines today, right? And I mean this day, I don't mean this today as in like, in this time period. I mean, today, these are the things that sort of like really grab our attention. But the case that I really want to make for you today is that the scriptures don't stop at wars and rumors of wars. Mm -hmm. The scriptures also tell us about the spiritual conditions of men that will portend the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can see that every single day when you have pulpits that have rejected truth, Mm. the return is near. When you have people who redefine truth, even among the laity, you've got people Mm. who are preaching a different gospel. And the apostle Paul said to the Galatians, there's not another gospel. That's right. There's not there's not another one like the one I delivered to you. That's right. Right. But we don't necessarily pay attention to those things. So what I want to say today and we want to cross reference some scriptures. What I want to say today is when you take all of the things that are happening. Man, there should there should be some urgency Mm. in our ministry. Mm. Right there. And all of us are ministers of the gospel. There should be some urgency in that because all of the things that we have been telling people right in the times of peace. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also here we go in a literal sense in the times of war. Mm -hmm. Right. We've been telling people, we've been warning people that, listen, there was a God who made you and relationship with him was severed through disobedience, but he already had a plan. He had a way that he was going to redeem mankind. He sent his son 
right? To be the propitiation, to stand in our place, yeah. to take upon himself the wrath of God so that we could be reconciled to God. This man went back to the father and said he was coming again. Mm. We have been saying, that's what we've been saying, yeah. right? But then you have moments like this that lead to a great deal of sobriety mm. where people are like, hold on a second. You've got people dying right now. Like yeah, yeah. people are dying right now. Yep. Okay. They went to bed. <laughs> okay. In one state. And then so to speak, went immediately to the next state. Do, do you mm. understand what I'm, oh, what yeah. I'm trying to express oh, yeah. delicately here? And so then the question is exactly the question that the apostle Peter asked us in his letter when he started talking about the end of the age and the things that were going to be mm-hmm. right. And he, and he starts drawing this parallel between how the, the world that was, was deluged by water. And then he says, but the time is coming where the world is going to be consumed with fire. And, and he's, he's going through and he's drawing all these parallels. And then he, and then he asked this sobering question. He's like, so what, what man, what manner of people are we to be? Mm. Right. It's not just make the connections. Here's what's going to happen so that we can say, oh, we told you we we knew that. No, the question was then, Okay, so what should you be doing? If I could say it in New Orleans terms, (laughs) that's That's the question. So so are you going to be about that life is what Peter was asking Hmm. in light of all this that I'm telling you, you already have the proof that the world that was was deluged by water. Mm -hmm. Okay, you you have the evidence for this. And so just like this, there is fire stored up. The Apostle Peter told us. And then the question is, okay, so how should you be living? So if we could bring this to like a modern context, brother, brothers and sisters, please hear me well. Mm-hmm. If we could bring this to a modern context where we are looking at Ukraine and we are interceding because we've got missionaries in Ukraine. Okay, we've got, got believers in Ukraine. Yeah. We, we've got believers in Russia. Yeah, yeah. We've got Christian brothers and sisters in Russia. So, so we've got suffering, right? And then we've got the surrounding countries that are also sort of on high alert mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, you know, uh, what, what's going to happen? Lithuania, Latvia. Because some like of those, countries, those countries were part of the Soviet Union. And, and, and so they're like, so if, if, yeah. if, if <laughs> I almost said Biden. So Putin. if Putin, sorry, <laughs> if Putin is going to reclaim, who's next? Right. Who's next? I don't next? believe he's going to stop. Well, if he's not stopped. What would, what would be his what would be his motivation right. to stop? Right. Right. Exactly. Like what there there is there is no internal control there. It would it would have to be external. But this does put a highlight on the gospel. Absolutely. You know, it really does. And the yes. thing is, I was, I was praying with uh, Pastor Joseph today. Yeah. And the thing is, like this kind of stuff does bring about a sobering, you know, and where people really are open where they were not open before. That's right. And so that's right. When you use the word excitement, this is an exciting time in the sense of for the believer that yes. man, we are called and we have the ministry of reconciliation and we have yes. the gospel. This is what people need. Yes. You know, not and only in Ukraine and Russia, but all over the world around the world. And we should be mobilized as God's people to share the gospel. Amen. Amen. I wrote, I wrote in my notes, just a question. Can God bring good out of this suffering? Hmm. And, and we know, see, this is the, this is the benefit. Um, and I would, I would go further than the benefit because the benefit seems like something you could do without. So let me say, this is the necessity, right? This is, this is sort of like the, um, it's not optional, um, knowing God. This is the necessity of knowing God that when you are approaching or looking at situations like this and there is suffering and there is confusion and there is calamity 
And, um, you know, a lot of people are confused when you know God, you have the advantage Mm. because you are able to see things in a way that people are not able to see things. And then because you're able to see those things that are not immediately obvious to those who do not fear God Mm -hmm. and do not know him because you do know him and you are able to respond according to what you know of him, you're going to respond in prayer. You're going to respond in intercession, right? You're going to, you're going to be listening and you're going to be keenly aware of the leading of the Holy spirit of God. And, and that's what you saw even missionaries doing in Ukraine ahead of this attack. You Mm. saw missionaries doing that. And there were, I listened to some interviews. There were some missionaries who were um, just man weeping in interviews because they had been stationed in Ukraine and this was their new home. Um, The people that God had sent them to, to minister, they were doing that and they felt distraught that they had to leave that mission field, Mm. that they had to leave (laughs) the people that were their people. These are our people. Right. And so what do we, so, cause we, as Americans, we're sort of like, okay, what do we do? What, what, what do we do? Right. Like what? There must be something that can be done. Yes. Yes, there is. Absolutely. The first work is that we must intercede. Amen. We must intercede, guys. And if you and if you think little of prayer, it's because when you pray, you pray to the God you created. Mm. So you pray to a little God. Mm. If you think little of prayer, then you pray to a little God. So I think big of prayer. I think much of prayer. Why? Because the God of creation has not only invited me to come to him, right? But he has made a way for me to securely and confidently come to him. And it is in the name of Jesus Christ. It is because of the work that Jesus Christ has done. So let's kind of pull back from this and let's look at what's, um, let's look at at what's going on Mm -hmm. and, and let's make some observations from the scriptures. And I, I hope that all of our parents listening and our grandparents and I may as well include our aunts and uncles as well. I hope that you will find comfort in the dialogue today, in the conversation today, because we've got to be able to encourage our children when we have current events, things that are happening in the world. It's not that we try to make sure, of course, you want to be age appropriate, but you're not trying to like, oh, don't let them know about this. No, you want to have conversations about this. Right. And then you want to ask questions like, how can you see the scriptures being fulfilled right now? Mm. How can you see these things that are unfolding in front of you? Like, does this give any indication that the word of God is trustworthy? Has God made any promises in the word that we might see kind of like coming to pass right now? Like, and, and, and you would have all, all along been making these connections, Mm. the great falling away, the trading of truth for a lie. (laughs) All of these things are important and they kind of all come into focus right now. So let's focus on them. Aaron, the Addison's American family radio. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Certainly in times like this, I have to say, it certainly seems like um, so super silly to for there ever to have been any type of like, you know, this is like how to live your best life now. Like, you know, you think about like the, <laughs> the right, like the human <laughs> suffering and the depravity of man. And, and you think of just the fallenness of man mm-hmm. and, and what man is capable of when he rejects God. Mm. And then you go, 
I long for the restoration of all things. Mm. I, 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 I long for things to be as God intended because I just, none of us has any point of reference for that. We don't know. Like we've come into the world like this. Right. So even the things that are beautiful are marred by sin. And right. and so we try to do our best with what we see. But when you go back to scripture and you understand that the the very first compromise, the comp- the compromise that was of greatest significance was not that the world was adversely affected by man's rebellion, but it's that man was separated from God. The relationship mm. with God was severed. Right. So now we are left to our own devices. Like, I mean, think, think about that. Like, even if there were, you know, it's not good at all. Even if there weren't like, you know, thorns and, and, and the earth like working against us, like man left to himself would mess it up. Even if you didn't have the thorns, like we just, we need the Lord and, and having a severed relationship, I think by far has, has been the biggest, um, adverse effect of sin, Mm. not, not being in communion and fellowship with God, not, not having that kind of intimacy that God originally intended for us to have and knowing what it is to, to know God, to know God. I mean, you think about, and I'm off on a tangent here and so I'll bring it back, but I just think about what it meant for Adam to have the breath of God breathed into him and then to be entrusted with all of the tasks that Mm. he was entrusted with. So he's naming these animals. I'm just using this as an example, just thinking about the intimacy that existed, right? I'm just going to make my case for the intimacy that existed between God and man as he created him. So he's naming these animals and he's naming them exactly as they should be named. So, so there is, there is no, um, there is no account of God going, uh, no, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think that's that. Like there is there is a connectedness is the point that I'm making Mm. that Adam is doing exactly what he should be doing. He he has God's approval. And you think about the 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 severed relationship that we have lived with until until Jesus Christ, who brought us back into relationship with God and is coming again, that we will live with him forevermore. So it's like the already but not yet. Mm. Yeah. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We appreciate you listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. That was Mercy Me with Best News Ever. All right. So um, we are talking about what we should be doing right now, looking at the things that are happening in the world, specific, specifically Ukraine, um, also keeping an eye on what's happening in China. And, and these things all become um, indicators that I think people would look at this and they would say it's wars and rumors of wars. And they would think that that would be sort of like the chief identifier or maybe not chief, the sole identifier that we are nearing the end of the age. But I want to say that the Lord Jesus uh, gave us some other signs to watch for Mm -hmm. the spirit of God um, speaking through the apostle Paul, as he wrote, as he was carried along by the spirit of God also gave us some of those signs that we should watch for. And I think those are the ones that uh, are happening every day, every day. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, you don't have a bunch of um, major news outlets covering those. So they don't seem like they're as telling. Mm, right. They just right. seem to be like, eh, you know, um, but all of a matter, all of a matter. And, and you say, well, Miki, how do you know that? Well, because they're in the scriptures. So so all of the signs matter because they're all in the scriptures. Matthew chapter 24. I'm going to start at verse four. And Jesus answered them. See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. 
and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed for this must take place. Hmm. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. So for a person who is willing to just for a second, think of the illustration of the beginning of birth pains, um, you know, and, and everybody's delivery story is different, Right. But for many of us, we know that when we begin having birth pains, it doesn't mean, boom, your baby is here, Mm -hmm. right? Your labor has to progress. Your labor progresses and it increases in intensity. Lord help every woman. It increases (laughs) in intensity. And then you go through this um, period in labor that is called transition, where that that's like the last phase before the baby is here. And it's the most excruciating pain. A lot of women say they feel like they're coming apart, like their back is just breaking. Like they just, you know, some have described feeling like they were dying, you know, because the pain is just so excruciate, excruciating. But you have this progression of the pain. And it's interesting to me that the Lord Jesus is giving these signs of the end of the age. And he's saying when these things happen, they're the beginning of the birth pains. That means that there's more that's that's coming. Mm. That means that these things are going to intensify. When you have labor pain, you understand that you watch for the time between each contraction. And the closer together those contractions are and the more intense they are, the more you know (laughs) it's time. It's time. And so when we look at the scriptures and we say the beginning of birth pains, we know, man, we it is quite possible that there's much more that we are going to observe that we're going to be saying, whoa, the hmm. Lord has warned us of this. The Lord has warned us of this. Verse nine says, uh, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death and you will be hated by all nations for my namesake. And then many will fall away. Many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. <laughs> and because lawlessness will be increased, mm. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. If you go um, further and you look at Paul's letters, you look at First Timothy chapter 4. Now the spirit, this is verse one. Now the spirit expressly says that in latter times or in later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits Mm. and teachings of demons through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared, who forbid marriage and require abstinence from foods that God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth for everything created by God is good. And nothing is to be rejected if if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. Something else that is interesting in verse 6 of chapter 4, Paul immediately warns Timothy to keep these things in front of the brothers. He says, I'm going to read it here. If you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith, And of the good doctrine that you have followed. Mm. Keep these warnings in front of the brothers. 
Keep this in front of the people of God. It is amazing to me the amount of nonsense that seems to fill pulpits today. <laughs> Come on. That it's like, you know, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Paul is not saying to Timothy, right? Um, keep your best life talk in front of people. And, 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 you know, don't warn people because we want people to have good right. days. Tickle their ears. Let oh, my goodness. Say what they, you know, want to hear. In fact, that's another sign <laughs> that right. people will have itching ears right. and that they will heap up for themselves. Preachers mm. who will say what they want to hear. Yeah. This is another indication that we are nearing the end. This is this is a last days type of posture where people do not want to hear truth. Mm. They do not want to hear truth. No, no bad news. No bad news. Then Second Timothy chapter three. Um, could do verses one through nine, but we won't. We'll just we'll read it we, because, anyways. Here we go. <laughs> we'll just see. All right. But understand this: that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers mm. of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. Heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, <laughs> swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure, of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Mm. Let me stop for a second. Can you imagine what the body of Christ would look like if when we saw these things in our midst, we were like, whoa, this is a sign of the times. Like, can you imagine how jolting it would be if we believed these things through and through? Like if, if when we saw these things um, presenting themselves among us, mm -hmm. we didn't just dismiss them as, oh, that's American culture. That's just what we do. Like, can you imagine what that would be like if people didn't just say, oh, well, that's because I'm black. <laughs> or that's, oh, you know, you know, that's how we do. We Latinos. Like, what if we didn't do that? Like, what if we didn't find ways? Yeah. yeah. And, and please hear what I'm actually saying. What I'm saying is that there are some things that we have normalized in our culture, whether you call it American culture or pop culture, whether you call it black culture, Latino culture, Russian culture, whatever it is. There are some things that the Bible clearly lays out that are sin. And not only that, they are an indicator or an indication that the end is near. Mm. So the fact that we have these things normalized among believers. So now lying is normalized. Fornication is normalized. We celebrate people loving money. We want people to love money. We want people to love pleasure. We want a very decadent culture. Wow. We need likes on our social media. Wow. We post sensual pictures of ourselves so that people will desire us, desire mm. to be like us. And all of these things we say, well, you know, it's just 21st century American living. And nobody is stirred awake and say, wait, 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 wait. We're getting close, guys. Mm. We're getting close. Because if we would stop and do that, if we would stop for a second and say, hold up, hold up, we're getting co close. It might sober some people up. It might sober some people up. That we don't just dismiss these things as like, well, you know, it's just sort of like, well, I, you know, I wouldn't do that. But, you know, the kids today, they, you know, they they talk back to their parents. You know what I mean? Like, 
They, they, I mean, that's just kind of how they communicate those youngsters today. Now, I wouldn't have done that. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to my mom like that. But, you know, today they kind of they encourage them to really get their feelings yeah, disobedience out. Disobedience to parents disobedience is, is allowed. <laughs> but that's a that's a sign that the end is near. Like what? What are we what, <laughs> like if we if we stopped and we said, oh, oh, no, ma'am. Oh, no, sir. You will not disobey. Mm. You will not disrespect. You will not disregard. What if we took those things as like, hold on, these things are clear warnings. And so, so here we are, my encouragement to the body of Christ. And I hope I, I, I want it to be as sobering as the scriptures sobers, the scriptures sober us, that we are given all of these signs for a reason. Right. The question is, so how should you be living? Well, number one, we should be living holy lives. We should be living set apart lives, sanctified lives, not trying to find spaces where we can just live the fullest extent of our sin and not feel conviction. Because that's what happens today, by the way. You know, people, if they're in a congregation where holiness is taught, they just move out from under that. Like they just, mm. they just, they just, they're just like jello. They just, just <laughs> mush over. Like I'm not, I'm not, no one's going to tell me that I can't do that. <laughs> I don't I don't want any accountability. I don't want any conviction. So they just move over. That's that's mm. that's what happens today. I want to go a step further here because of the things. Listen, we we need to pray. We need to pray for our military. Yes. Yes. OK, Amen. G- guys, listen, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, man, our military is not going into a social media war of words where they need to know how to use proper pronouns. Come on. Okay, that's That's not what they're going into. Please, please, (laughs) please make no mistake about it. Um, We were talking with someone recently who said the aims of our government have been to make our military look like the United States. We want to make it look more like this. Look, I don't want the military to look like the United States. I want it to protect it. Come on. All right. I don't. That's not that's not what that's not. I mean, come on. You know. Yeah. yeah. Look, look. And I'm, you know, okay. Um. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't want Miki like replicated in the military. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want people who are better than me, who are fitter than me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Both mentally and physically. I want people who are bolder than I am, who are braver than I am, Mm. who are willing to sacrifice their life and not have to worry if they've used the right pronouns. Guys, come on. Come on. Come on. This is, this is trash. (laughs) This is trash. So we, we are in, we need to be, we need to be in a real posture of prayer Mm. because we are kidding ourselves. If we think that we can um, brainwash or indoctrinate, whichever you prefer people who man, the Lord gives a special grace for people who are in the military. It's a special type of person. It's a special caliber of people. And how sad that in the United States of America, we take that, that upper crust of people who are willing to do things that the average person will not do, cannot do, would be out of their element to do. And then we want to turn them into that. Mm. It's just want to, just want to take, take that upper crust and then, you know, just make it average. Just be, just be like everybody else. Wow. What are they doing over in China? Oh man. And in China, they're eradicating the girly man. Right. They want warriors. They say, what's going on with all the men who are not getting married? (laughs) Oh, it's American influence Mm. in our entertainment. It's out. It's done. 
None of these, none of these TV shows out, done. And and yet, mm-hmm. what what are we doing? We're talking about how do we use pronouns and how do we put people who on, have these man. different um, points, points <laughs> that we can put them in positions. Guys, we're we're in trouble. We need yeah. to be praying. We need to be praying. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. We'll grab the break and we'll be right back. Back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Path of Revelation with Believers. We'd love for you to join us in prayer. We're going to go to the phone lines here in just a second. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Before we do that, let me just read a little bit for you from Peter's second letter. This is chapter 3, verse 1. This is now the second letter that I'm writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord, the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles, knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing. Now, hold on a second. And I I so bad. I want to just read. But let me just say, here's another sign of the last days. Mm, Scoffers. But how often do we stop and stand back? And while we fill ourselves, as we should, with apologetics, mm-hmm. how often do we take a step back and say, man, you know, the reason we are given this defense, man, this is a sign that the Lord is coming back. Mm-hmm. He, he is coming back. Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is the promise of his coming? Mm. For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. (laughs) For they deliberately overlooked this fact that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. And that by means of these, by means of these, the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word, but by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Let me just stop there and, and let me just say one other thing and then we'll go to the phone lines. Um, when you have Christians who call into question the occurrence of the worldwide flood, hmm. please understand that here now you have what people think can be dismissed as like, Oh, you know, Apples or apples. I'm just kidding. There's, it's apples. Um, but, but you understand, like, yeah. it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, but what this, this is an attack on even a, a, your understanding of what the Lord is telling you will happen in the future. Because if you cannot connect with the Lord destroying the world in a flood, then how can you connect to the promise that the next time it will be fire? Mm. All right. Mm. Prayer is required in this hour. Let's go to the phone lines. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right. Let's go to Ronnie in Alabama. Hi, Ronnie. Brother, brother Will, Sister Mickey, I, I, I just praise the Lord Jesus that, uh, for the powerful show y'all, y'all having today. I, 
I wanted to tell y'all I thought it was probably one of the most powerful y'all have ever had. Hmm. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying. And what's really helping me be a little closer to the Lord is I'm trying to live from the perspective of these are the end times. Mm -hmm. Just like Miss Mickey said, Miss Mickey, you said, it's happening right before our eyes. Yes. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all and y'all have been a great blessing. Oh, Oh, God bless you, brother. We love you. God bless you. Listen, this is our family. We who are in the body of Christ Mm. We are family. I want we need to remember that we are going to spend eternity together. Mm. We have a common promise among ourselves, right? That the Lord went away to the Father and he said, "If I go away, then I'm coming again." And he is coming again. So let us be encouraged with that. Even as we see all of these things happening, we give ourselves to prayer and intercession. And while we are doing those things, we are encouraged in the Lord because we know that the time is fast approaching. So God bless you, Brother Ronnie. I appreciate you calling 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go next? Okay, let's go to Dan in Oklahoma. Hi, Dan. Hi. Hello. I listen to you guys often and uh, appreciate, uh, you know, the support that uh, you're giving, you know, the, uh, us Christians. And, uh, but uh, I wanted to agree with, I wanted to agree with you that, uh, It's really an issue of national security, how so many of the liberals want to uh, uh, sensitize our military while our enemies are desensitizing their their troops. And the other thing I would add while we're on that subject is that these uh, sanctions don't go far enough. We should be warning China that if they backfill these sanctions to Russia, in other words, they give them a lot of aid, especially during this uh, invasion that's going uh-huh. on in Ukraine, mm. that we need to extend some very powerful sanctions to China. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the United Nations, where are they with all the, uh, the, uh, the, the human rights abuses, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, organ, uh, the, you know, harvesting that's going on in China? They, they, mm. As you know, they, they, they uh, harvest the organs of innocent people over there just because they show some political dissent. They just, they're, mm-hmm. they're craving freedom, and yet they harvest their, their organs for that. Where's the United Nations on these mm. communist countries like that? Yeah. They're nowhere to be found. Pushing booster shots. Right. Push, push, pushing abortion as uh, uh, care for women. Um, that's, that's where they are. That's what they're doing. It's a sham. It's mm. a sham. Mm. It, there, there is, I mean, um, yeah, it, it, that's 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 that is a punchline. That is a punchline. Um, all right. Um, thank you so much for calling in, Dan. I, I appreciate thank you. you. And I agree with you on your comments about uh, China and what our government should be doing and, and not pretending like we are unaware that Russia is banking on the backing of China. Mm. Like we, we you know, I agree with you. Thank you so much for your comments. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Rhonda in Texas. Hi, Rhonda. Uh, hello. Hello. Um, I want to. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, ma'am. Oh, can you hear me, Nikki? Yes, ma'am. I sure can. Go right ahead. Ah, uh, what I I wanted to know. Um, wh- how do you? Can you feel that that this is uh, the ending of time? And do you really uh, believe that with your whole heart and soul? 
that the that our Lord Jesus is coming back pretty soon. Oh I yes, ma'am. So. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I I believe that every promise that God made to us is worthy to be trusted. And I believe that when the Lord said that he was going away to prepare a place that where he is, we may also be. And that if he, if he was going away, that he's coming back again. Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is that deposit, that the Holy Spirit indwelling us is that guarantee that marks us as redeemed. Like we are his when he comes again, he is coming to get us. Now, look, the Bible tells us we, we don't set dates. And I want to be very clear about that. But we do have these signs and and, and brothers and sisters we have signs in abundance. Mm-hmm. It's not just wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. Like I, that's, that's the ultimate point that I'm trying to make. We have these signs that point to the Lord is coming again. We are, we are ticking down to the end of the age. It's not just wars and rumors of wars. It's not just earthquakes mm-hmm. and, and massive flooding and all of these things that we see. It's not just famine and, and um, locusts eating up crops and all of these things that kind of make the headlines and they go away. And then people don't think about it anymore. <laughs> but if you string them all together, you'll find the fulfillment of prophecy. You'll find the Lord saying, look up. Your mm-hmm. redemption is drawing nigh. Look up. But, and, but yet we don't do that. We, we just sort of just look in front of us at the computer screen. We just kind of keep comparing stories like, but look up is what the Lord said. Like, mm-hmm. look up your redemption is drawing nigh. So yes, sister Rhonda, I absolutely believe that. Amen. Will the great, where do we go next? Now, listen, if nobody prays with us, will the great and I are going to pray. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, <laughs> we just want you guys to know. All right. Because prayer is powerful <laughs> and effective. Okay. But where do we go next? All right. Let's go to brother JT in Texas. Our brother JT. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My brother. Look, man, I, I just want to tell you, I, I really like Wednesdays with, with Willie. I really like that with you, my brother. Oh, I like your passion, the way that you the way that you be jumping into that word. And it tickles me sometimes because it reminds me of me because I'm an evangelist out here in, uh, mm. in Katy, Texas. Okay. And, yeah. and, and, and I speak so boldly with people. You know, they say, J.T., you need to be careful with that sword. You know, mm. you just need to be careful <laughs> with it. But when I listen to you, Will, when you be, when you be in that word and you be explaining it, you're not being careful with that sword. I mean, you're swinging that thing like it's supposed to be swung. Amen. So I really Praise appreciate God. that, guys. But, my story, but look, my story is, is that I'm, a, I'm an African-American. I'm married to a Ukrainian. Okay. And on mm. the 27th of this month, my wife went to visit her mom because she's 80 years old two years ago. And she's been stuck in Ukraine ever since because, you mm. know, they, they shut everything down, all the country. So my wife is over there right now mm. telling me not to be worried about her and her mom, that I just need to pay these bills and make sure that house note is paid and don't be worried <laughs> about her. So them Ukrainians are strong. Mm. Yeah, I'm yes, over here worrying and, and, you know, getting headaches. And my wife telling me, look, don't be worried about me. You take care of business over there, and me and my mom are going to be all right over here. So I need you guys to pray for that. But I really do appreciate y'all guys. And I just ordered me a whole lot of flowers and everything because as these guys come across the southern border over here in Texas, I'm putting them flowers right out there. I'm doing my thing. I'm going to evangelize. I'm going to tell people that Jesus is coming. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing over here. Amen. Oh, Amen. Man. Thank you so much. Praise I appreciate God. you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Will oh, the Great, I, I want to try to squeeze in maybe one more call, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I want to. I want to, I want us to pray. I really feel like it's so important. So maybe mm. let's try to squeeze in one, maybe two more calls. All right. Let's go to Shannon in Arkansas. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Will. Hi, Nikki. Hello. Um, just called, just to call, just to pray with you guys. Yes. Just, um, my spirit is just resonating with everything that you guys are saying. I mean, these things, you know, we never heard about Russia and Ukraine, but it's like, 
okay, there's a bigger picture that Abba Father is calling us to mm-hmm. and to quicken our spirits, you know, just to be about his business. Like That's right. he was about his father's business and mm-hmm. making sure that everybody knows Jesus Christ and our eyes are completely focused on him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Would you, would you pray? Would you pray? I would love to. Thank you. Yes. Abba Father in heaven, I just want to tell you how much I love you. I love you, Holy Spirit, and I love you, my King Jesus. I am so thankful for the people that you put here to quicken our spirits, to uh, just awaken us to you, and to keep our eyes focused on you and about your business, and not like Peter, see the wind and waves, and that we're faithful to cry out to you, and you're reaching out to grab us. Mm -hmm. Oh, Father, that we would just not be busy with the world, mm. but be busy with you. And just I uh, lift up our military. I lift up yes. our Christian leaders that we not fall away. And so many of us have got family members and our children that are falling into these things mm. every single day. And that we are all warriors for Christ. But you, Father, are our mighty, mighty king warrior. Yes. And uh, you will fight the battles for us that we just stay in your word and stay focused on you and you said we're either for you or for against you. We don't have a bunch of gray areas and choices, Abba Father. We've got mm. to help us to always make the right choice to be alive with you. And, Father, we look forward to that day and that transition to heaven and home. And this mm. is not the end. It's just the beginning. And for us not to be afraid, mm. fear is not from you, Father. Mm-hmm. That you're you. all strong, Lord God, that we pull together. And I thank you for these two dear, sweet people just on this program to lead us, to guide us, to kind of be our compass to pull us back into your word. And that's what I love about we, Nikki and Will is that it's not on their opinion or anything, that we always go back to the word of God. Mm-hmm. And, Father, that that always be our plumb line and our basis for all of our decisions, our mm-hmm. prayers, and just to receive love from you as a perfect father. And I pray all these things and bless in your holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Sister, thank you thank so you. much. We appreciate you. Um, I, I don't know if we've, if, do we have another listener who wants to pray, who's holding, um, who wanted to pray with us? If we see, do. I um, don't see any prayers, but there are a couple. Okay. Listeners. Here's what I want to do. Will the Great, would you pray for us? I know that the time is ticking down. I, we, we can say that prayer is important, but only praying is praying. Hmm. Right. Talking about praying is not praying. So I want to I want to just if we can pause here, pick up where our sister left off, moving into um, praying. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We praise you, God, for the opportunity that we get to serve you in this way. And God, we do pray, God, that the gospel will be preached all across this world. Father God, that Hmm. as these events unfold, that there will be a harvest of souls that will come into the kingdom, Lord, and that you will mobilize your people, God, to spread the good news, Father God, like never before God help us oh God not to hold back God make us like brother JT God who's mm-hmm. bold with the gospel and who's sharing even with those who are coming across the border God oh. I pray father God that you would help us Lord God to not be timid not be shy not be uh, scared and God we do pray for brothers and sisters God who are in that part of the country Lord mm-hmm. God we pray their strength God that you would uh, give them courage father God and that they would lean and depend upon you God, we thank you, Father God, for you are in total control. As we saw in your word, God, these things must happen. But God, we trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Guys, we are we are in great hands. Amen. We are we are in great hands. And and I want to end today's program by going back to the word. 
um, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 11. Since all of these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. We're out of time. Let us give ourselves to prayer until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.